olvides que este audio viene con la transcripción completa. Más información al final. Diálogos en inglés 37. Winston Churchill. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Dialogos in English podcast. How are you today, Isabel? I'm good. How are you, Philip? I'm very well, thank you. And today we've got a very interesting episode for you because we're talking about someone who is widely regarded as the most popular prime minister ever, and that's Winston Churchill. Pero antes de empezar, queremos hablarte de nuestro patrocinador, italki. Es una página web increíble donde puedes recibir clases de inglés online con profesores nativos a un precio muy asequible, ¿verdad? Sí, además tienes profesores para elegir en todo el mundo. Y bueno, a mí me gusta Italki porque comparado con las academias tradicionales, que suelen ser caras y la verdad es que no tienes mucha libertad o flexibilidad, Además, hay bastantes alumnos por clase y no recibe suficiente atención del profesor. En cambio, en Italki las clases son particulares, son clases privadas, o sea que solamente es el profesor y tú. Y eso ayuda a progresar muchísimo más rápido porque el profesor se puede adaptar a tus necesidades de aprendizaje. Uh -huh. El precio, comparado con una clase particular en una academia, es mucho más barato, aunque bueno... Hay diferentes profesores con diferentes tarifas, pero puedes ver todo el listado y hay algunos muy económicos. Entonces, bueno, yo creo que si necesitas hablar inglés por trabajo o porque viajas o porque tienes un examen o simplemente porque te gusta, Italki es una buena oportunidad porque puedes practicar desde cualquier sitio del mundo. Mm -hmm. Y si te animas a probar Italki por la primera compra de una clase, te regalan otra gratis. Para poder suscribirte y tener acceso a la oferta tienes que venir a amigosingleses.com barra italki. Italki es I-T-A-L-K-I y podrás tener acceso a esta oferta. Ok, so let us know how it goes. So, now, let's get on with this episode. Let's talk about Winston Churchill. Ladies and gentlemen, the Prime Minister... Hitler knows that he will have to break us in this island or lose the war. If we can stand up to him, all Europe may be freed and the life of the world may move forward into broad, sunlit uplands. But if we fail, then the whole world, including the United States, including all that we have known and cared for, will sink into the abyss of a new dark age, made more sinister and perhaps more protracted by the lights of perverted science. Let us therefore brace ourselves to our duty, and so bear ourselves that if the British Empire and its commonwealth last for a thousand years, Men will still say, this was their finest hour. So, well, I'm sure many of you have uh, heard of Winston Churchill. Mm -hmm. At least the name must sound familiar. But when yeah. was he the, the British Prime Minister, Philip? Well, he was Prime Minister from 1940 to 1945. And again, between 1951 and 1955. 
Mm. And why is he so famous? Well, he's best remembered for successfully leading Britain through World War II. And he's very famous because of his inspiring speeches. He had a lot of really inspiring speeches. And for his refusal to give in, he was very determined and he never gave up, even when things were going very badly. So uh, with his refusal, refusal to give in, to give in means to surrender, no? yes. vencerse, right. abandonar. Yeah, Winston Churchill, he was very, uh, had a very strong character and he, he didn't give in. So yeah, many people consider him to be the greatest Briton of all time. And he's certainly the most famous British Prime Minister. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about his life and some curiosities mm-hmm. about him because he was a very interesting man. Yeah, and we'll also listen to one of these inspiring speeches. Uh, I listened to it before we started recording the podcast and I couldn't understand half of it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he speaks in a very peculiar way. Yes, he, he mumbles a little bit, perhaps. <laughs> so this is the challenge uh, of this podcast. Yes. It will come at the end. Okay, so I've seen many photos of Winston Churchill and there is something in common in these photos. He always has something in yes. his hand. In his hand or in his mouth? Or in his mouth, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He always had a cigar. He was a big fan of cigars. He loved them and uh, he developed this passion when he was passion. Yeah. <laughs> bueno, por si alguien no sabe, eh, cigar es un puro. Yes. Entonces era un apasionado de los puros. Yeah, Ugh, yeah. Qué asco, ¿no? I think they stink. Huelen muy mal. They do, yeah. They do smell pretty bad. But he was always smoking a cigar. And um, it started when he traveled to Cuba. He was reporting on, an, on a rebellion against the colonial Spanish government. And since his visit to Cuba, he he carried on smoking. So he smoked eight or nine cigars every day, but um, he almost never took a puff. And what is a puff? A drag, a puff. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you'd say it. Una calada. Yeah, Yeah. puff or drag. Entonces, eh, bueno, realmente no fumaba, ¿no? No no tragaba el humo. Yeah. He didn't, uh, how would you say, inhale the, the smoke? Yeah, but I don't know if you're supposed to anyway when you're smoking a cigar because it's very, very strong. Yeah, but it's like, he, well, yeah, I don't know really if you inhale it, but at least you let it come in your mouth and then yeah. you you let it out. That's right, yeah. But So what did he do with he, the cigar? <laughs> he just left it in his mouth and he chewed on it. Ah, qué asco! <laughs> so like a chewing gum, lo masticaba un poco. Yeah, he chewed final. it until it went out and then he'd relight it and, and start again. And um, <laughs> and the the president of Cuba knew that he liked um, cigars, so he once sent Churchill two thousand four hundred top quality cigars in uh, lots of boxes. Eso es tráfico ilegal, ¿no? De puros <laughs> cigar smuggling. I don't know. He could do whatever he wants. He was the no, prime minister. He was Winston Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> And apparently his security team had to test the cigars for him to check that they weren't poisoned. Ah, okay. I thought you were saying to, you were going to say to check that they were good quality. No. Ah, okay. I didn't <laughs> think about that. So, yeah, actually, you must be very careful when you are such a famous person powerful and man. powerful and important person for a country that yeah, you 
you cannot really go somewhere and try whatever drink they give you or cigarette. Uh, mm. They could try to kill you anytime. Yeah, someone could try and assassinate you. Wow. And apparently Churchill was so keen on smoking cigars that he had a special oxygen mask designed so that he could smoke his cigar when he was on an unpressurized flight. That doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> it sounds very stressful to be in a plane with a mask, yeah. an oxygen mask, but putting a cigar smoke on your face at the same time. Yeah, it just shows how much he loved cigars. <laughs> he was really addicted, wasn't he? So he was a very adventurous man. He had lots of adventures in his life. And um, we were reading earlier that he actually went to South Africa during the Boer War. And what happened there, Isabel? There was some kind of incident with a train, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in a train and he on was... On a train? On a train and he was captured and put into prison. Yes. But then uh, Churchill uh, was very brave and he decided to escape. Yes, he jumped over a fence, didn't yes, he? Yes, he jumped over a fence, uh, saltó una, una valla. When the guards were not looking, they were distracted, so he jumped and he ran away. Mm-hmm. And he arrived uh, in another city and he managed to get on a, on a train, but he was uh, hidden because uh, yeah, he had just escaped, so yeah. they were probably looking for him he already. He was on the run. Yeah, on the run, estaba a la fuga. And then he found a British uh, mining engineer and he asked him, can I hide in your mind? Uh, I Sorry, can I hide in your mind? Yeah. Do you mind if I hide in your mind? Do, <laughs> <laughs> do you mind if I hide in your mind? Do you mind? Yeah. Dijo, of course, of course, hide here. But just to let you know, they are looking for you and yeah. they, they put a price uh, on your head, no? Yeah. Han puesto precio a tu cabeza. Yeah. 25 pounds. 25 pounds <laughs> to find Winston Churchill. Yeah. So, well... And eventually did he escape? Yes. Back? He es uh, escaped. Uh, with the help of this engineer, he was able to go to the Portuguese side in East Africa. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he escaped. He went back to England, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, he traveled a lot and he was also in New York in December in 1931 and he had a very scary accident. That was he on the run again, trying to escape from anyone? No, he wasn't on the run this time. I think he was just visiting, but it was December 1931. He was in New York and he had an accident that almost killed him. So he was on a late night visit to visit a friend. He stepped out into the road and... While he was crossing the street, he was hit by a car. And the car actually dragged him behind it for a short distance. O sea, que le golpeó yes. y luego le arrastró por el suelo. Yes. Durante, bueno, unos metros, ¿no? Yeah. And it oh. turns out that Churchill had instinctively looked to the right when he crossed the road. Oh, but oh. he should have looked to the left. But being an Englishman, Englishmen usually look to the right before they cross the road because the cars drive on the left mm -hmm. but yeah. um, in the United States he looked in the wrong direction and was hit by a car and um, oh. he was quite severely injured I don't think he broke anything but he sustained severe bruising on his chest guess bruising bruising is when your skin turns mm -hmm. a different color 
Yeah, cuando tienes moratones yeah. o un cardenal. The skin turns purple or brown. Purple, bruise. brown or yellow skin. Yeah. He also sprained his shoulder. And a sprain is... Eh, bueno, cuando te haces un esguince. Yeah. ¿no? Cuando te... It's very yeah. typical, you can ¿no? sprain your ankle. A sprained ankle, mm -hmm. yeah, we'd say. So, um, did he have to go to the doctor? Was it serious? Yeah, he went to the hospital and they... They helped him. He also accepted all the blame for the accident. He didn't blame the driver. Um, he, he told the police that the driver was innocent and that he should be released. And this accident happened during the prohibition in the United States. Do you remember what that is, Isabel, the prohibition? Uh, I think it's called ley seca yeah. in Spanish. When alcohol was prohibited. Mm-hmm. So nobody was allowed any alcohol, but Churchill very cleverly managed to get a prescription after this accident for alcohol. So the doctor wrote a prescription saying that Winston S. Churchill necessitates the use of alcoholic spirits, especially at mealtimes. So he was able to have a, a drink of whiskey at uh, dinner time. So he's very clever to do that. Yeah, it's Uh, doesn't make much sense that it was uh, forbidden to drink alcohol and that you managed to get a prescription in order to have alcohol because uh, as far as I know alcohol is not beneficial well some, some, some doctors say that a glass of wine yeah. a day so maybe this is what he got but I cannot imagine the doctor Uh, signing the prescriptions for whiskey and for all these <laughs> spirits. Yeah, it's quite strange. Maybe to to help him with his concussion. Maybe. So he was very persuasive, no? Must have been, yeah. He must Maybe have he been. said that uh, alcohol relieved the pain, no? Yeah. Le, le quitaba el dolor. Yeah, it probably does, doesn't it? Le aliviaba el dolor. Bueno, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't usually drink alcohol when I have pain, but I know some people do and they say Yeah. That makes you well. Or, or does you well. Haven't you noticed if 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 you fall down the stairs when you're drunk it doesn't hurt as much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then the the next day it all comes back. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh there was another incident he had while he was staying at the White House, Isabel. Tell us about that. Okay, yes. Uh This was the naked incident. And naked means desnudo. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Uh, Churchill was uh, staying in the White House and he decided to have a relaxing bath. Mm, that would be lovely in the White House. <laughs> yeah, not a bad place to take a, a nice bath. So Churchill had a bath in the White House And once he finished uh, having his bath, he came out of the bath and he was just about to take uh, his towel to dry his body, but the door opened mm -hmm. and another famous uh, politician came in. Yeah, the president. The president. And his name was? Roosevelt. So he came in and, well, if you can imagine this situation, two very important uh, politicians, ministers, uh, One naked uh, in front of the other one. Yeah. <laughs> That was uh, very uncomfortable. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, what happened was really surprising. So so Roosevelt came in and he saw Churchill completely, naked. completely butt naked. <laughs> 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 but 
but naked uh, means en pelotas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Must and have been quite embarrassing for Churchill. Yeah, that's what I thought. But actually, he didn't care. It was really embarrassing for Roosevelt. Yeah. But Churchill what? invited him to come in. He said, don't worry, there is nothing to hide. <laughs> you know, this is what I was born like. Come in and let's have a chat. Really? But of course, uh, I don't think he did it. He just uh, ran away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had nightmares that night. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what did he say to the, to the president? He just said he had nothing to hide. From his closest ally. What is ally? Ally is like a friend. Ah, okay. In time of war. Mm. Ah, aliado. Yeah. Ally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> que no tenía nada que esconder de su aliado más cercano. Yes. Yeah, well, he, he saw nothing. everything. <laughs> okay. And uh, I know he, he has a few funny quotes. Uh, and actually, I remember that we, we di- did a tour. Yes. We did a tour in London and well, we stopped in front of the house of the prime minister and this is where they told us, well, about all the prime ministers in England and they told us some really funny stories mm-hmm. about him. Yes. So can you remind me? Well, he's very famous. Churchill is very famous for his quotes and for the very witty things that he said during his mm-hmm. time as prime minister and during his life. Yeah, witty uh, significa ingenioso. Yes, yeah, he was very witty. He had a very quick wit. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when Nancy Astor, the first female MP in Britain... What is an MP? That's a member of parliament. Mm-hmm. When she told him, if I were your wife, I would put poison in your coffee. <laughs> Churchill was very witty and replied... If I were married to you, I'd drink it. <laughs> so that was quite a funny story that they told us on the tour. So basically, yeah, he was saying that, well, uh, I would be so, so upset if you were my wife that I would prefer to drink uh, a coffee with poison in it than yes. to see you every day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So she insulted him, but he had a very good response another female mp once accused churchill of being drunk and she said you are drunk churchill and churchill had a very witty response again (laughs) oh dear and actually quite rude as well he said madam you are ugly and i will be sober in the morning (laughs) yeah this is so cruel i'm sure he regretted it because when you're drunk you just say what you think you yes. say the truth but then you lose your inhibition when you're drunk don't yeah. you <laughs> yeah so that was that oh, was quite poor funny woman. and another story that we're not sure is true is about when george bernard shaw invited churchill to come and see his new play he gave him two tickets and he said to him in a letter bring a friend if you have one and what did churchill reply to this man <laughs> he replied well i will probably come on the second night if there is one yes so what did he mean with <laughs> this well he meant that maybe the play would be so bad that there wouldn't be a a second night mm-hmm. yeah that no yeah. one would, would want to come back to to see this play 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, so there you I go. wouldn't have uh, dared to insult Churchill if I had met him. <laughs> no. No me hubiese atrevido a insultarle. He was a very witty man. You wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of him. No, you will only want to be his friend, not yeah. his enemy. Exactly. <laughs> so he had a very interesting life. He was a really great man. Had some really inspiring speeches as well. And maybe we can listen to one of them now. Yes. I'm not sure how much we can understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try for the second time. But before, it was really difficult. I think he was probably drunk. Maybe it's one the. It was that day when this lady told him, Churchill, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he does sound like he's slurring his words. Mm. It's quite an inspiring speech because you have to remember this was a speech which was given when everybody was expecting the Germans to invade the British Isles. The Germans were in France and they were just about to invade. They were sending bombs over on a daily basis. And so the morale of the nation was very low at that time. And he was able to lift people's spirits and, and inspire people to, to carry on and to have a stiff upper lip. Mm. <laughs> and um, What was a stiff upper lip? It means that you don't show emotion, you just carry on. Ah, yeah. You don't complain, but you just carry on. Sometimes if you're feeling emotional, your lip might mm. quiver, <laughs> might yeah. tremble. Yeah. But British people, I think, are quite famous for having a stiff upper lip. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that means they don't show their emotion if they're feeling scared or afraid or sad they just keep their lips <laughs> stiff and continue mm -hmm. the French army has been weakened the Belgian army has been lost. We are told, sir, that Herr Hitler has a plan for invading the British Isles. If all do their duty, if nothing is neglected, and if the best arrangements are made, as they are being made, we shall prove ourselves once more able to defend our island home, to ride out the storm of war, and to outlive the menace of tyranny if necessary, for years. If necessary, alone. At any rate, that is what we are going to try to do. That is the resolve of His Majesty's government. Every man of them. That is the will of Parliament and the nation. The British Empire and the French Republic, linked together in their cause and in their need, will defend to the death their native soil, aiding each other like good comrades to the utmost of their strength. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. 
We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or a large part of it were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old. There you go. How much did you understand of that, Isabel? It was much better this time. I understood quite a lot. He yeah. was saying that he wanted uh, everyone to defend this island. Yes. The UK, no? And that they should fight on the beaches, on the streets. Yes. They should never uh, surrender. Nunca deberían rendirse. So yeah, basically in that speech he was trying to lift morale in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you want to listen to the whole speech, it's called We Shall Fight on the Beaches. And yes. it's got more than two million views. Yes, and Churchill has many, many famous speeches. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week with another podcast. Bueno, pues esto es todo por hoy. Gracias a todos por escuchar este podcast, por habernos acompañado. Y si queréis dejar algún comentario, alguna curiosidad sobre Churchill, mm-hmm. o si queréis pedirnos que hagamos otros podcasts sobre otros personajes eh, famosos o personas mm-hmm. importantes, uh, go for it. Just yeah. leave us a comment. Absolutely. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. entendido todo? No problem. Hemos creado para ti las worksheets. Son PDFs que van con cada capítulo, diseñado para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés de la forma más fácil y natural. Cada worksheet contiene la transcripción completa 
todo el vocabulario clave, las frases, ejercicios y más para que saques el máximo partido de cada capítulo. Para conseguirlas, visita nuestra tienda en amigosingleses.com.